0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest podcast with my wonderful and beautiful co-host Curtis Stewart. I'm Matt Bacon. Hello. And this is a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire.
1: And today now, we are... Just get bringing... out of the way before Matt talks. I have two sick kids at home today, so if you hear me mumbling something, I'm not just talking to myself.
0: Yeah. He's talking yeah. to himself. He's trying to find excuses. Totally, yeah. Point being... We're going to talk about merch today. And specifically, yeah. we're going to talk about my new company, Dropout Merch, which is a fulfillment company. Um, do you do socks, Matt? Right now, we're just doing one and two color t-shirts. But basically, Mom. the way it works is you give us designs, we make mock-ups, you can throw them up on your Bandcamp. we'll throw them up on our page, you get paid $10 per sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, I give you marketing materials, you know? So it's a great win-win situation. We're helping you push making money, right? So you're getting actually a ton of free marketing advice. So what if I want socks, though? We're working on that. What about underwear? Working on that, too. <laughs> you really? Yeah. No, that's the goal. That's the goal is to have any garment in any color. Right now, right now we're just know. doing a soft launch, you know, just so we can, like, work out the kinks. Like, I didn't want to do, like, some of the higher concept stuff that we discussed just because it's like you know soft launch yeah um but yeah people so
1: that's are. Underwear. what I'm, I'm waiting for people to ask you for underwear
0: okay they can we'll make it happen we are dedicated to making as much money from this as possible and making giving as much to the community as possible and the more we give the more we get here like very clearly
1: yeah um what are we going to talk about your merch matt so mean, we're going to talk about merch, merch as a whole, whole thing. oh okay
0: so because this is still part of the launching your band
1: series mm-hmm.
0: so what are some of your thoughts on merch curtis
1: i think everybody needs to have merch how's that for a deep thought it's not very deep well my thoughts on merch is i think that you need to be careful about how much quantity you make in order. But at the same time, I think that you need to have options available um, without getting yourself into too much debt. So like if you, if your projected sale, like if you're not going on tour or you're not playing any shows, it's kind of a waste to have a ton of merch sitting there in my opinion. I mean, you're probably better, better to give advice on this than I am, but just from my own experience and talking to people that, that play in bands is that uh, if they're not going on tour and they order a lot of merch, it just kind of sits around and ends up not being sold and just sitting in someone's basement. Yeah. But that being said, you do need to have a quantity of merch available in case someone wants to buy it from you, even if you are not going on tour. So I would, I would suggest getting lower quantities if you're not planning on playing any shows to minimal quantities and then getting more if you're planning on playing shows.
0: Well, and the thing is, this is part of where fulfillment comes in handy is because you don't actually have to have anything. The reason a lot of bands don't, a lot of bands don't sell online is because like, it fucks with their inventory numbers, they're not sure how much they have when they go on tour. Like it's it's a ton of work, you know, mm-hmm. to, sell, to sell and also to, um, you know, and also to have stuff on tour. Yeah. You know, it's hard to keep track of your inventory. Yes. Yeah we take that out of the equation entirely. Okay. You know, you no longer have to worry about your inventory when you're working with us because we're handling it. There is no inventory. We just so you, run it. You do it on demand is what you're saying? Completely on demand. Yes, sir.
1: So like if, if a band doesn't want to have to order like a quantity of let's say 30 40 shirts, could they just do something as low as 5 to 10 with you or is that too little?
0: No, yeah. No, literally they order you, you don't see the shirt at all.
1: Okay. Curry. But so they someone, don't... Have someone on
0: your band camp, orders it, we make it and ship it to that person to order.
1: With no minimum requirement from the band? No minimum requirements. Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's fucking cool.
0: You know, and I think that's a really great way to... Um, that's a really great way to kind of get involved. Now... Get, start making money
1: now did can will you take anyone on with this or is this just your only quality only certain bands qualify or what right now, right now only
0: certain bands qualify you know we want to make sure that there's at least some interest
1: around the band give an example of how much how, how you gauge interest then
0: you know like you need to be out playing shows or, or at least have some internet buzz like people need to know who you are like i'm not gonna but because the time that it takes to set something up, like I'm not going to ask our designer to set up a design that's going to sell two copies in a year.
1: That's really Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: we need to, you know, we, to, to make back a screen, you know, that we use to print, we need to, we need to move a cut. We need to move one to pay me back for the time it takes to set stuff up. We need to move about five and I'm not really concerned. Like, if that takes a month or a year, but there's you know, if 98% of the songs on iTunes haven't ever been purchased, yeah. you know, you can imagine how many online shirt sales have never been taken advantage of.
1: well what about piraters, Matt? Well, like piraters buy a lot of merch, so how do you know that maybe everybody hasn't just pirated their album? I'm just kidding. I'm just being a dork. You are. I am being a dork.
0: <laughs> anyway, what what are some of the don'ts you see in the merch world, Curtis? Um, the don'ts.
1: Like, you mean design wise, or what do you? What do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah.
0: Or broad. Yeah, design wise.
1: Well, it's kind of hard to say. Well, making goofy colors would be the most obvious thing. Like having a bunch of pink shirts. If you're like a thrash metal band, would be kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Or having um, ugly, ugly designs, ugly colors. Just it, it, that's that's the main thing that I see. Like, I don't want to call anybody out specifically because it might. Just in case you're listening to the podcast, but. I mean, there's some butt ugly shirts out there that you go like, who the fuck's going to wear that? Oh, another, another mistake I see other than just the colors is uh swear words on the shirts. Like, I mean, it might look cool, but I mean, not too many people are going to w- wear a shirt with the word fuck on it out in public.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was like a weird trend for a minute in like deathcore, where it'd be, um, and also, be- and it was also that way with uh cradle of filth. Like that was a weird trend to have like really obscene
1: shirts. Yeah. Like, who, but, like I don't know how many people actually like. Maybe they do sell. Maybe I'm just mistaken. But
0: yeah, but but I don't think anyone who's like not eighteen and trying to shock their parents.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, even those eighteen-year-olds, like, how many of them really have are going to be able to buy a shirt with the word like the nun fucking or fucking yourself with a dildo or whatever the hell it was with Cradle of Filth? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I, I it just like I mean, I got this cool. Like, it does work for some bands. Like. I hate to bring up all father again, but they actually had a shirt which said beards metal. Fuck you. Which apparently sold really, really freaking well surprisingly to me because they sent me one of those shirts. My wife told me to take it off. I wasn't allowed to wear it around the house cause of the kids, mm-hmm. but um, apparently for them it worked. but in my own experience, like for example, if I, if I was to wear a shirt around the house with the word fuck on it, my wife would probably kill me and I'd probably get booted out of, out of the school when I go pick up my kids every day. But Hey, that's me. Yeah, so I advise Not, against. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I, yeah, and I think that I think it's a, it's I think it's important to realize who you're marketing to, and who actually has money. Exactly. You know, because like if you're marketing to younger people, well, they're getting their money from their parents.
1: Yeah, and the parents are, prob- are probably are many times probably going to want to check what they're buying prior to putting the money forth
0: exactly like if you know it's like if i had a kid like i wouldn't let my kid buy like a little xan shirt that said like take xanax or die trying or something
1: yeah exactly i mean yeah i mean a team might go for that when their parents aren't looking but the second the parents find the shirt they're gonna make them take it off
0: yeah you know that's not really the goal the goal is to create you know
1: yeah. Unless you're a punk band, that's then that's your audience. I mean, that's a totally different thing. Like, we're, we're, yeah, like Matt's saying, know your audience. Like, Typo Negative was able to get away with the Suicide shirts just because that was what their whole style and shtick was. And they were obviously joking at the same time. <laughs> but how much did they actually sell back in that day? I don't know. Probably a lot, but it was also a very edgy time. Yeah, I mean, the 90s were slightly different than it is nowadays with a lot more political correctness. I mean, there was a lot of political correctness back then, but nowhere near the level nowadays that, you know, kill yourself shirt. I don't think that would probably fly nowadays. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe not.
0: Yeah, I think it's, but yeah, but the the point being, it's important to stay aware of these things. It's important to realize, like, okay, and then also, you know, and we've talked about this before, fucking hire a real designer.
1: Mhm.
0: you know what i mean like hire hire someone who is doing like actual work
1: in the genre yeah you know what i mean yeah and also to drive up sales you should try to bundle whenever possible yeah and other stuff so if you're trying to get like especially if you got like a backlog of a certain type of merch try to bundle it with something else to try to Boost sales of that item. Just that's one thing I have noticed seems to work for bands.
0: Yeah, and I think that the bundles are especially important. In life, you know, yeah, um, yeah. just because you I can use start. those, you know, like realize how much every product costs, and then take yeah. advantage of that. Like Starkill, when I used to manage them, they would charge twenty five dollars for a shirt, um, and and then they. <sighs> they would charge $25 for a shirt and then they charge only another $5 for the CD. The thing is CDs cost them like a buck 50 or whatever. Cause yeah. they bought a fa- they had a thousand from the label or however yeah. many, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and the shirt definitely didn't cost them, you know, cost them like $4 a pop. Cause I got them on my bro deal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, well this is how we get the music into people's hands, into people's cars.
1: Yeah. Plus you got the shirt is part of the deal too, so that's a walking
0: billboard too. So Exactly. You know, and, and I also think the other important thing with merch pricing, and this is sort of um a weird one, mm-hmm. is my buddy put it best. He said that the um the twenty dollar bill is the adult dollar.
1: Yeah, you wanna have a good you you wanna have it like as an even bill. Well, because here's the thing, like, like think about
0: when you're charging, don't think about what's cheapest. Yeah. Think about what the customer is used to.
1: Yeah. At a show, it's very key to do 10 to 10 or $20 items, I think. Yeah. And when my buddy said that the 20 is the adult
0: is the adult dollar, it's cause like, you know, when you're a kid yeah. and you have a dollar bill and you're like, yeah, this is like, let's like get me the thing I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, every time I want to buy something, it costs me $20. Even if I spend $12 in my head, I spent 20 You know yeah. what I
1: mean? I agree 100%.
0: Um, and you say that with your weird Monopoly money.
1: Yeah. We do. I mean, it's true. I mean, for us, it's probably more, it's a bit more expensive, but I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: You know, so, and this is, again, this is just something you have to be aware of. It's like, and this isn't, you know, this is just basic psychology, and it's also important to remember, like, like I see people try to charge like three dollars for koozies or whatever. And yeah. the thing is, just be willing to cut deals. But like, if it's three dollars for koozies, do you know how much of a bitch it's going to be to break change for the fives you keep getting handed all night?
1: Yeah, Do you know, the five like, dollars.
0: You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to hassle the bar for ones. The bar is gonna get pissed at you. Yeah. Like, no charge things in increments, bills come in, and that your life will be better. Yeah. Like, it's as simple as that, you know what I mean? Um, And, but yeah, always, 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 always be willing to cut deals. Always, always, always have multiple packages, you know, available. Because also, on, when you have like your merch list thing, if you have a bunch of package options available, then people are going to be like, oh, wow, these guys, like, are fucking bringing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, too, you know, and then also, again, that means that you can, like, you can literally just throw, like, you could do, like, CDs for 15, shirts for 20, CD shirt plus koozie is 30. You know, yeah. like, you get the koozie free and a $5 discount. That's tight.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: You know? Anyway,
1: I have a question for you um, yeah. in the, the U S, um, do you guys do, I don't know if it's po- as popular down there as it is here, but most people here don't pay, pay by cash. They just pay by uh debit card. Do you guys do that down there or no? Yeah. Always,
0: always, always have a swipe option. Also activate Stripe for your web
1: stores. Well, what about now? Let me ask you this. How, how, how do you feel about people, t- um, uh, Accepting payment by PayPal at a show, like if there's if the person like for example the they don't have a debit option for example or swipe or whatever you how, how you call it.
0: I think that's a great idea. I actually I encourage bands to have a little laminate that says PayPal us, whatever the band is, you know what I mean. Yeah. Just because or Venmo too. Again, like you want to optimize your. Buy your your options to pay, right? Because the you are trying to get money, so you need to play by their rules. Do whatever it takes to get that money.
1: So if some so if a band's going on a tour, they should have the ability to pay by PayPal. Then then have a little sign is what you're saying. So if the person comes, they don't have cash, they don't have their card or whatever, but they have it all set with PayPal. They can just pay there to the band and show the band that they that they paid. Correct? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm cool i think that's an awesome idea because i don't know how many times i've gone to shows and it's been like don't have any cash they don't they don't accept swipe can i pay by PayPal? oh i don't know how to do that oh, fuck you
0: no exactly exactly cool. anyway to head towards the end mm-hmm.
1: what do you have to plug Today, I have a Carpe Noctum premiere at 11 a.m., which should be in 20 minutes, but this podcast is going up tomorrow, I just realized again, because I always forget that. But anyways, it's going up at Pure Grain Audio today, so yesterday, assuming Matt posts this on time, awesome black metal band, Um, you're going to really like them, they're also going to be streaming the full thing at Noisy on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, so tune in for that, Uh, great band. And, yeah, that's what I got for today.
0: Awesome. Perfect. I just launched Dropout Merch. Go check that the fuck out. And, um, yeah, that, that's my main thing to plug today. Go to dropoutmerch.com. It'll be in the show notes. Hit us up if you're interested.
1: Party the fuck on. Take One care more of yourselves. Thing. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. I also yes. want to just plug Matt's uh, bio writing service just because he's really good at them. I've had him do a, a few in the last week. Probably... A month rather, I'm probably overloading him right now. But um, if you need a bio, hit him up. He was doing a discount of twenty five bucks, right? Or yeah. That no yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I think it's like fifty bucks, right?
0: Something like that. Yeah, fifty bucks. Yes.
1: And he gives you a long, short, and medium version, and they fucking kick ass. Work really well. I highly suggest it. Go get one. And that's yeah. all I got. Today. Are we done yet?
0: Yeah. Just give me as many give me as many details as you can that I can sort of used to shape. Anyway, I have conference calls. Curtis has conference calls. We have premieres, we have debuts, we have lots of work today. This has been a fire conversation. Work your fucking face off.